and welcome to the Cannablessed Nurse Podcast. This is Denise Chesney, and I am here with a master's degree in nursing to interpret the science behind cannabis and help you to make informed choices for your optimal health. After many inquiries from patients, friends, and family regarding the use of cannabis, I delved into the emerging body of knowledge on the endocannabinoid system and the use of cannabis as a therapeutic option. Today, let's discuss the mysteries of cannabis that seniors encounter. Are you in this age group or do you have a family member or friends that fall into the category? A majority of seniors suffer from chronic pain that significantly alter their daily activities. And the demographic transition in recent decades has resulted in a significant increase in the aging population around the world. So your answer to the above question, if you have family or friends that fall into the category, is probably yes. Chronic pain in the elderly is associated with an increased incidence of adverse outcomes, including functional impairment, falls, depression, and sleep disturbances. There are several myths regarding pain in our seniors that that need to be debunked right now. Let's talk about myth number one, that pain is a normal part of aging. This is not true, but it can often go untreated or managed ineffectively. Myth number two, older patients and adults perceive pain to a lesser degree. Many people believe that pain sensitivity decreases with age. It is true that some older adults have higher pain thresholds and tolerance, but this can become an issue because it makes them more vulnerable when the sensation of pain is a warning sign. Myth number three, pain medication leads to addiction. It is true that managing pain in our senior population is an ongoing challenge and many health practitioners resort to addictive pain relievers, but that is not always necessary. This brings us back to cannabis as a therapeutic option. Although research is limited in the United States, other countries such as Israel have continued to explore the use of cannabis in every age group. Relief of suffering and promotion of functional status and quality of life should be the goal with any plan for health and well-being. So as we explore options for our seniors, the following info will help you to discern the best options. The sensation of pain itself involves communication between your brain, your nerves, and your spinal cord. And there are different types of pain that depend on the cause of the pain. In the medical world, we consider acute pain as one that comes on suddenly as a result of damage to body tissue, such as surgery, childbirth, bone fractures, cuts and burns, and even dental work. These acute pains start sharply and gradually improve. And then we consider chronic pain. Nearly 50 million adults in the United States suffer from chronic pain. This lasts from six months to even many, many years. At the 2021 Academy 
American Academy of Pain Medicine meeting, it was noted that cannabis has become an integral part of pain medicine. Many individuals with chronic pain have turned to cannabis as an alternative form of pain management. Moreover, interest in the use of cannabis and cannabinoids to treat chronic non-cancer pain is escalating because of their potential to diminish opioid dose requirements. Now, a growing body of clinical research and a history of anecdotal evidence support the use of cannabis for the relief of several types of chronic pain, including neuropathic pain and spasticity, such as stiffness or tightness associated with multiple sclerosis, or MS as we normally refer to it. In a recent comprehensive review of existing data on the health effects of cannabis, the National Academies of Science concluded that adults with chronic pain who were treated with cannabis or cannabinoids were more likely to experience a clinically significant reduction in pain symptoms. Understanding the different types of pain and their sources can help you find the best cannabis options. So we can break pain down into the following categories. Noseceptive pain refers to pain clearly associated with tissue damage or inflammation, such as pain in soft tissues, tendons, or joints caused by injury, overuse, or illness. Arthritis and other types of, infl- other types of inflammatory pain also fit into this category. Noseceptive pain tends to get better over time except for arthritis. With this type of pain, inflammation triggers nearby nerves, resulting in aching or throbbing pain. Neuropathic pain, or nerve pain, originates in the nervous system and is chronic in nature. It often feels like pins and needles or an electric shock or even frequently a burning sensation. Some common causes of neuropathic pain are carpal tunnel syndrome, poor peripheral circulation, very often seen in the elderly, post-shingles symptoms, sciatica or pinched nerves, diabetes, and chemotherapy treatment. A relatively new category for pain that doesn't fit well into the other two categories is nosy plastic pain, fibromyalgia, non-specific low back pain, irritable bowel syndrome, and pain associated with and exacerbated, exacerbated by centralized and peripheral sensitization are all examples of nosy plastic pain. So let's first touch on CBD as an alternative. Many people successfully use CBD or cannabidiol products to reduce inflammation-based pain full-spectrum CBD hemp products, which contain all of the plant compounds, including less than three-tenths of a percent THC, tend to be most effective, since the minor cannabinoids, terpenes, flavonoids, and essential fatty acids work together synergistically to create the entourage effect. So again, I want to emphasize that that CBD, um, full spectrum CBD does contain a very, very minimal amount of THC. 
CBD has potent anti-inflammatory properties that can help reduce either acute or chronic inflammation. CBD also works as a muscle relaxant and has been shown to reduce muscle spasms associated with multiple sclerosis and other health conditions. By reducing inflammation, CBD indirectly helps reduce pain. However, it does not bind directly to the receptors that control pain like an opioid does. For that, you need a different cannabinoid, THC. Many people rule out products with THC because they're concerned that it will cause them to get high or have a psychoactive response. It's important to know that small amounts of THC may have minimal intoxicating effects. At the same time, THC, even very small amounts, can be a game changer when it comes to pain. THC acts on the same receptors in your body that opiates and other pain relievers do. However, you don't get the same problematic side effects that opiates can bring, such as nausea, constipation, and of course, risk of addiction. It is interesting that we are discovering that long-term use of opiates for chronic pain can even make you more sensitive to pain. So what's the recommended protocol in response to opioid-induced hyperalgia, hyperalgesia, or pain? To wean off of opiates and find a safer alternative for managing pain. Cannabis is showing promise on this front based on emerging research. Neuropathic pain is difficult to treat even with conventional therapies or pharmaceuticals. If you were going to try cannabis for your neuropathic pain, many different ratios in cannabinoids may need to be explored before finding something that may ease some of the pain, so you need to manage your expectations accordingly. This is interesting. According to a study performed at the University of California at San Diego, Neuropathic pain is a complicated condition that is challenging to treat with our current medications. Recent scientific discovery has elucidated the intricate role of the endocannabinoid system in the pathophysiology of neuropathic pain. These studies involved patients with diverse causes of neuropathic pain and included medical cannabis with different THC concentrations and routes of administration. Multiple random controlled trials demonstrated efficacy of medical cannabis for treating neuropathic pain. Our ultimate goal is to improve quality of life and then maintain optimal health. I hope that this information has been helpful in understanding the role that cannabis and cannabinoids play in great pain relief. One great suggestion is to keep a cannabis journal to document your experience with these substances. Journaling will help to discern the products and dosages that provided you or your loved one with relief. You can visit my site at www.cannablessednurse.com to download an easy-to-use cannabis journal. Not only will the journal help in discovering what works best for each of you, but will be helpful when discussing with your physician. And you can look forward to an episode about how to discuss your needs with a physician in an upcoming podcast. 
Thanks for joining me today. Again, this is Denise Chesney, and you can look forward to more weekly shows. My commitment to you is to provide health facts accurately, putting them into perspective, and helping you to understand how the research findings may affect your health choices. Take good care, and I'll be speaking with you soon. Thank you.